BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Hey, Pelicans fans. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast. My name is Joe Cardosi here with my trusty sidekick, as always, Jim Eichenhofer. Uh, glad to see you, Jim. I'm, I'm happy to see your shining face again. It's great to see you as well, Joe. Uh, it's We've known each other for quite a while, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to uh, talk with you in more of an official manner than what we have over the past. It's want to welcome you to the uh, organization, and I'm happy to uh, to be able to spend more time than, with you than I have in the past. Yeah, same. You know, Jim and I have had conversations off the air for about 10 years now I've been here. And now we get to record it and uh, have some fun with it. Some of you may be asking, who is this guy? Where is Daniel Salerson, the man I know and love? If you've listened to the Pelicans radio broadcast, maybe if you paid real close attention towards the end, uh, or maybe if you paid close attention a little bit when I was mentioned, you've heard my name. I've been running Master Control for about 10 years now, helping to produce the Pelicans pre- and post-game show every game day, both home and away. And if you've got a real long memory I was also on the air uh, as an on-air producer, uh, back with Gus Kattengell, Larry Holder on the original iteration of the Sports Hangover, and I'm happy to be crawling out of the shadows a little bit and being more towards the forefront, getting to talk to you guys directly. Daniel is no longer with us. He has moved on and is with the Florida Gators, along with our old friend Sean Kelly, and uh, we're happy for him, even though we're going to miss him. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit of an adjustment. I feel like he was my security blanket for the last 10 years, helping me get get into shows and doing all the stuff that I did with him Same. on the post-game show. But, I mean, as you kind of alluded to, you and I know each other pretty well from the many conversations we had before games in the Smoothie King, King Center after games. I feel like we had a lot of the same conversations that fans have with each other, whether it was we're discouraged because things aren't going well, we're 
optimistic because we think things are going to improve and things are going to get better. Kind of the same cycle that we've gone through that everyone has kind of experienced with this team and this franchise over the last few years. But um, in terms of Daniel, like you said, we're going to miss him. I wish him luck in everything that he's doing now. And it's it's not going to be the same, but we hope to uh, to bring kind of the same uh, quality of podcast that we've been doing for quite a while. Yeah, we just want to do Daniel proud. Daniel uh, held my hand through a lot of years and uh, and we definitely want to make him proud. Uh, also taking Daniel's place in studio uh, is going to be my old friend Gus Kattengill, who uh, used to do the sports hangover with. Uh, a lot of New Orleans sports fans may be familiar with him. We're going to have him on the podcast later, sort of introduce him to people who may not be familiar. But uh, he's a lot of fun, and as much as we will miss Daniel, I think Gus is going to be a great addition to the team as well. Yeah, he definitely will, and I know him somewhat as well, and it's kind of funny, I was joking with Gus about this briefly recently that this is going to be kind of a reunion because only the people that have really paid close attention will maybe remember this, but we, we had a, a radio host whose name is Joe Block, who's now a Pir- Pittsburgh Pirates broadcaster, TV and radio. And in between Joe and Daniel coming in, in 2011, Gus was the post-game and pre-game radio host as well. So that season, which was the 10-11 season, I uh, worked with him on the air a decent amount. I remember calling in to him to talk to him after games. So this is going to be kind of a reunion, kind of a throwback from what actually was a really good season for the Hornets back then that they made the playoffs and had a nice run that season. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to working with Gus as well. It's been a while since we were together on the sports hangover, but the goose is loose. He'll be hosting pregame and postgame coverage uh, for the Pelicans, and we're excited to have him here. And like Jim was saying, we have had a lot of conversations that fans have had. Uh, we want to bring you in. You know, if you want to tweet at us, uh, find me on Twitter at jcar504, at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to talk about. We want to get you more involved. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to address what you're talking about right here on the podcast. Yeah, and I think one of the ideas that I kind of want to fold into, one of the things that I've already previously done is I during the season, the regular season especially, I send out a lot of Twitter polls. So I'm going to try to kind of tie that into what we do on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, some of the new ideas that we have. We're going to have some different segments and uh, it's going to be three days a week. That's the plan that we're going to be. It's going to be mostly Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There might be some cases where we move a show up a day or so just to give it more shelf life if it's a game day, for example. But um, really a lot of the same structure, but just with some new wrinkles and some new ideas and some fun stuff that I'm, I'm looking forward to trying. Yeah, same here. I'm excited to go forward. And our first guest was fantastic. It's it's a great guest right out of the gate to start the new Pelicans podcast. Uh, Malika Andrews from ESPN, uh, host of NBA Today. We're so excited to have her with us to, to kick things off here. It was a great media day and a great interview. Let's, uh, let's let you hear our interview with Malika Andrews. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Joining us on the debut episode of the Pelicans podcast is ESPN's Malika Andrews, host of the NBA Today show, Malika, how are you doing today? I'm good. I am rolling to the airport right now, uh, headed to Brooklyn. And, um, you know, we're already off to the races from New Orleans uh, earlier this week to Los Angeles, back to Brooklyn. We The season is here. Yeah, that's quite the itinerary. You mentioned how you were in, <laughs> in, in New Orleans for Media Day earlier this week. Um, there's so much going, around, going on around the NBA. I mean, there's so much news. There's a lot of drama, to be honest, in different places. Can you kind of describe uh, what was behind the decision for you to be here? I mean, there are a lot of places you, that you could be. Why, why did you come to New Orleans? Besides, I love the food in New Orleans. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that, that the Pelicans have something really special brewing. And you mentioned there's been a whole lot of off-season storylines that frankly have nothing to do with that. Um, or are only sort of tangentially related to the actual game that we get to see on the court. And so when I was sitting down with with my producers and our, you know, wonderful boss, David Roberts, it was kind of talking about, okay, we we do want to get, remind fans that, yes, there's a lot going on in our world right now. And, yes, there are things that are affecting uh, these teams at really high levels. and, And some of the stuff is really hard and challenging and, making you ask tough questions about the teams that you love. But what about the teams that we should be excited about, the product that they're going to put on the court? And the Pelicans are a team that, you know, they their run in the playoffs last season was short-lived, but their journey to get there was really exciting and really fun. And I'm not sure there's more anticipation for any player in the league. Maybe Kawhi Leonard's return, but Zion Williamson is who fans have waited for, for years, frankly, to see return to the floor in an impactful way. And so we said, all right, let's 
let's roll to the Big Easy. Although I learned no one calls it that. Is that true? No one calls it the Big Easy unless you're you're not from there. Yeah, I mean a, a lot of transplants <laughs> say it, but you know I don't know okay. if you'll hear any old yats saying it. But it's still you all know, right. It applies. Then I'm going to stop saying it so I can try to you know blend in a little bit. Well, I, I just found out recently that you actually spent some time at the uh, Times-Picayune, our, our newspaper here, which I, I, did. I didn't know. So do you have any recollections of your time in New Orleans? Any any fond memories from uh, from that stint? I do. I've been, I mean, I've been lucky to spend a fair amount of time in New Orleans in my short career. I was a junior in college, I believe, when there was a New Orleans native on the Portland Trailblazers that I was asked to like transcribe some quotes from and write a, a short piece in the, the Times Picayune for. And I was a college student, so remember, you know, for me the forty, fifty, sixty dollars was a big deal to be able <laughs> to write that story. And the editor who contacted me for that, Joe um I'm gonna, I, I, it was, yeah, it was Joe Steisfeld. He contacted me, and around All-Star, when we were still in touch, all was, what, 2017? And I reached out to him ahead of that All-Star game, and I said, hey, Joe, you know, I know, you know, this is going to be challenging. You're probably getting a ton of requests right now with All-Star being in New Orleans, which I believe was 2017, but is there any yeah. way you could credential me to the game? And I will write articles for you guys in exchange for a credential and other outlets because my only goal was just to hustle up enough work to be able to cover the cost of my flight. And so I think I, I flew, you know, in a middle seat. He said yes to the credential. I think in the span of three days, I wrote something insane, like 17 articles, bucks an article, just trying to cover the cost of my trip. But because he allowed me to be there, in a credential for the Times Picayune, I got to meet a ton of people. And one of them was Ramona Shelburne at, at ESPN, now my colleague. And I asked if we could get dinner, and she graciously gave me the time. And she actually was working on, do you remember the, the, the Bomba Out Kobe story? Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. That she did? Yeah. She was working on that at the time. She got up and left our dinner like six, seven times. Uh, to be on the phone to work on that story. But in between, she was so gracious. She told me all these stories. And years later, she and Mark Spears and Adrian Wojnarowski were a big part of me ultimately ending up at ESPN. And so those articles, getting to do that, it was my first big event that I ever covered in the NBA. I was 20 years old, um, just asking questions in the back, like, hey, excuse me, um, sir, sir, can I ask you one, one question, please? Um, and, and that became formative for me. Yeah, you've come a long way. That's great. I mean, that's that's a quite a good story, quite a kind of a lesson, too, for people that are trying to get into the sports industry of, what, you know, what you can, how you can turn a break into, obviously, the success and the career that you've had already at at, uh, at this stage. Um, one of the things that you, you mentioned earlier, Malika, was um, kind of the excitement for the basketball part of the season and the, yeah. the Pelicans represent that. I, I was curious, you know, a lot of people obviously, um, casual fans know a lot about Zion, and you did a great interview with him um, yesterday from Media Day. What are some of the other aspects of this team in, in terms of just the young talent? Is that something that you are looking forward to as well, you know, just some of the younger pieces that this team has? I mean, watch out for Herb Jones. 
<laughs> if there is a if there is a Herb Jones bandwagon, I think I jumped on it last year. He was so impressive. Was he? Was it? I think it was the Lakers game, right? Where the Lakers, LeBron James comes out with just a, a, a look in his eye, and they get up big in that game. That was the Herb Jones game, right? Yeah. Where he just is able to come out in the second half just absolutely on fire and develop this cult following. I have to credit Zach Lowe uh, for sort of saying, hey, this is a guy that you need to, to start watching. But I think that the, the core that the Pelicans have, I mean, you said young guys, which is why I, I automatically thought of Herb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose Alvarado obviously also made a, a name for himself last year. But it's the balance of that young talent with players like C.J. McCollum who I think is going to be really important this year, not only for what he does on the court, but you're talking about a team who got to just defy the expectations last year, right? Just play with Mm -hmm. house money in a sense. And this year, now folks are looking at the Pelicans saying, huh, like, could they finish top six in the West? Could they finish out of the playing tournament and and solidly in the playoffs? Excuse that motorcycle going by me. Um, And CJ McCollum, Garrett Temple, uh, that veteran presence, is going to be really important in keeping everybody focused on that goal when now, you know, folks like myself, folks who are on the outside looking in are saying, all right, Pelicans, I believe in you. Show us what you got and having to deliver on that as opposed to just be the, the surprise at the party. Yeah, speaking of, of focusing on the goal, I mean, you you run a show with some of the biggest personalities on a microphone on that network between Richard Jefferson, between Kendrick Perkins, between Matt Barnes. Uh, you're always able to have a steady hand and, and stay steady throughout uh, all those personalities. How do you manage uh, dealing with, with those guys and, uh, and still being able to, to stay a stable force on the show? I'm not perfect. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. I do. They make it easy. I mean, truly. I think I think it's the, the chemistry. It's showing up with the same sort of group of people. It's not my show. It's our show. And when you show up with the same kind of group, even if, you know, Richard is on a game broadcast one day, so he misses one day a week, it's the same group of five, six people that four, five, six of us are on the show every day. And so – we learn each other's mannerisms. We learn a sort of, in, I know the inflection of Kendrick's voice when he's starting to finish a thought so that I know when I can sort of try to jump back in. And I, I'm not perfect. I step on people's toes. I'm oftentimes off camera looking at someone saying, my bad, you know, mouthing that to them or in commercials saying, how can I tee you up better? Um, the thing is, you know, I felt like I was a good reporter felt really comfortable in my role as a reporter and I loved it and um, the network asked me to begin to host a show um, before I even envisioned myself as a host of a show and so I came in I think with a lot to learn and I still am learning and I think that um, people hold me to a high standard and I appreciate that I appreciate that and I take that as a vote of confidence because I think it means um that they see something in me that I can do well, but I also know that means sometimes I disappoint on a transition or I, I stumble a little bit there, but I, I'm just so grateful to get to learn with a team like Janae, like Richard Jefferson, like Kendra Perkins, Ramona Shelburne, um, because they make me better, and I, I'm just trying to put them in a spot to make them better too. Malika, that was a great answer, and, and I respect your 
modesty. Uh, I one of the things I was wondering: Do you ever feel like do you ever wish that you had a mute button, like they have on around the horn for some of your panelists? <laughs> um, yes, but not necessarily because I want. I mean, sometimes it's just because the producers in my ear saying, you know, I, I you know, why'd you cut Kendrick off? I I get you know someone saying that to me, or why'd you cut Richard off? Because the producers in my ear saying, if we don't go to commercial break right now, like, this is not going to be good. We have to get five breaks into the show. So, yes, but usually I feel like when we go off the rails, it ends up with a chuckle or a laugh that I appreciate. So I would like to keep one in my back pocket, though, just, just in case. But I'm sure if you if you asked today, she'd want to keep one, too. <laughs> I always enjoy that twinkle in Richard's eye when I can tell he's teeing up something. Oh, and you know. You know it's coming. You see it coming like a train in the night. You're looking at it coming from long distance like, Richard, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And there we are. You know, Malika, speaking of your show, if you have if you have more time, uh, I wanted to try to kind of steal a segment from your show if, if you're willing to participate. Um, I have my – we have kind of our own version of Chop It or Drop It. Oh, yeah? So I guess I have three topics here, and I, like I said, you can okay. – you can chop it or drop it. It's up to you. Um, the first, All right, let's do it. And, and I guess to explain to people, I know the vast majority, I'm sure listeners of our show know the concept, which is you can either uh, chop it, which is discuss the topic or drop it, which is move on to the next thing. So setting that up. Um, the first one is the first topic is Willie Green is one of the uh, rising young coaches in the NBA. Let's chop it. I mean, I was able to chat with Willie Green when I was in New Orleans this week, and the last time I had seen Willie in person was when he was so emotional after that Game 6 loss to the Suns, um, and it, he told me it took him a little while to be able to go back and watch the film of that, but slowly he started at the preseason, and he's almost caught up to watching the entirety of last season from preseason mm. to postseason finish. I just think his detail, um, his attention to detail his ability to draw up smart plays uh, late in games, and not to mention the coaching tree he comes from, his time in Golden State, his time with Monty Williams. To me, that is all in the recipes for success, so I absolutely see that for Willie. Second topic, chop it or drop it. Uh, I think I know which way you're going to go with this based on what you said <laughs> earlier, but second topic is New Orleans food. Oof. I'm going to drop it because I feel like it's <laughs> speaks for itself, but charboiled oysters, baby, I would be coming for them all day, every day when I'm in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, I would eat a dump truck full of them. It's it's amazing. <laughs> and, and, and lastly, uh, King Cake Baby is a beloved mascot in the NBA. Oh, I'm almost afraid because I am afraid of, I mean, the fate that, oh, beloved, yes. But I think it's a, you know, when they say you need to have like, oh, you should have a healthy fear of, then that gets you respect. I feel like I have a healthy, I respect King Cake Baby. I have a, a, a healthy fear of King Cake Baby. I'm not going to anger King Cake Baby, but you can't tell me if that thing woke you up in the middle of the night, you wouldn't have, there would be a Malika sized hole in the wall running away from that thing. Because <laughs> my friend is a little bit scary, but I'm going to respect that fear. You know, that's what we hope. We hope the King Cake Baby can strike some fear into the hearts of opponents when they see King Cake, you know. And also, King Cake Babies snuck up on me a few times in the Smoothie King Center. Always terrifying. (laughs) We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pelicans podcast, making a little time for us. And we hope we get to see you in the city soon. Thank you. 
I hope to be back soon. I really appreciate the time, gentlemen. And, you know, you're you're always welcome to take a little chop it or drop it for your show. Maybe we'll have to come <laughs> on NBA Today. We'll figure out the details. <laughs> well, thank you so thank much. You, have a safe trip, Malika. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Jim, I think that was a lot of fun. Malika had a lot of great stuff to say about not only this Pelicans team, but New Orleans as a city, her time here. Uh, we really appreciate her coming on to the podcast. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was nice to have a kind of an extended amount of time to chat with her. It sounded like she had a great time while she was here, even though it was kind of a brief opportunity for her. Um, she got a chance to talk to Zion, and he had a lot of good things to say that he's had a big smile on his face for the last couple of days, which has been a lot of fun and um i hope people got a chance to watch the interview that she did with him where he kind of reiterated a lot of the things that he said about how excited he is for training camp and just to get the season going and get back on the court yeah zion i mean for media day just from my experience he seemed genuinely happy he seems genuinely excited and also looks great he looks like he a brick wall yeah right now i think being around the guys, being around the team, it's. I feel like it's almost impossible to not be happy right now and not have a big smile on your face no matter who you are just because the group of players gets along so well. There's so many guys that are just fun to be around and having a good time. One of the comments that Zion made during his press conference Monday that I thought was interesting was he said, it doesn't feel like you're coming to work when you come to work here. It feels more like you're just showing up to have fun. And, and obviously there's a lot of work that they put in as well and practice time and, you know, all the stuff to get ready for the season. But they really are having a lot of fun, and I feel like that's manifested itself in the chemistry that every fan 
saw, whether you saw behind the scenes last season or not. I mean, there's so many ways that you can just tell that these guys are have become really tight and I, I think are going to have an advantage on some teams at the start of the season just with the chemistry that they have. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there are legitimate, like, deep friendships on this team. It seems like they really enjoy each other. And also, from a fan standpoint, this is such a fun team to root for. The personalities themselves, regardless of the talent, you actually have people who are bought in, who are excited to play here. It just seems like it's a fun group of guys that you can really cheer for. And, and uh, we hope to see you at the Smoothie King Center cheering for them this season. Yeah, I mean, there's been teams that here that have had, you know, multiple all-stars. There's been guys that have had a lot of accomplishments in their career. And, I mean, the current team is, does as well with two all-stars at forward. And then C.J. McCollum, who I think a lot of people want to see him be an all-star. And a lot of people say he's the most accomplished player in the NBA that has not made an all-star appearance yet still crazy career. to me that that hasn't happened. It, it really is but I think a lot of it is that he's just played his whole career in the Western Conference and there's so much talent at guard at his position that it's been tough I feel like a lot of years he was 13th if they let 12 guys in yeah or 12 and a half right, right exactly so um this team has big names but it also has as you mentioned a lot of guys that are just breaking into the NBA that are already just really well liked and it's it was it was unbelievable to see how much people embraced the Jose Alvarados and the Herb Jones and the Trey Murphys last year in their rookie season. I mean, th this team just has a lot of guys that are just, like you said, are are easy to root for and people that you want to see succeed just based on the way that they carry themselves. I remember hearing a story about Herb Jones when the uh, when the season ended. He was basically asking, should I take about two weeks off, you think? Two, three weeks off? And it's like, no, take take some time off. And Herb was like, I'll be here in a month. <laughs> he didn't even understand how to relax. He has that kind of work ethic. For sure. There was a story I was asking him about um, on Mon Monday during Media Day. Um, a lot of this stuff will be on pelicans.com in some form to plug some of the stuff that I'll be writing about. But I there was a story about how early in the offseason he was going he was working out in Metairie in the practice facility Monday through Friday. He was supposed to go home to Alabama to take the weekends off. But the Alabama coach quote unquote caught him in the gym a couple times at like eight o'clock in the morning and they were kind of joking about how like they were like, Herb, what are you doing? You're supposed to be <laughs> off. Like you're supposed to take the weekend off and even though um he was back in Alabama supposedly relaxing, he still was was you know practicing and getting his basketball and but Herb said that um apparently like he has a couple really close friends in Alabama and Tuscaloosa in that area that when he goes back to visit them all they also want to do is get in the gym so I guess it's that's good, how we relax good <laughs> exactly good friends to have it's like we're the priority is playing basketball and that's what we want to do I think he said one of them was a is a grad assistant for Alabama who still uh, works for the Crimson Tide program so I I thought that was interesting but um. Herb doesn't he definitely doesn't see it as like oh geez I gotta go to the yeah, gym the grind right it's more just like this is what I do this is a part of me this is my uh part of my identity so it's it's pretty cool just to see how the kind of work ethic that he has so always keep an eye out for Jim Eichenhofer stories they're always fantastic and always have those Jim Eichenhofer fingerprints all over <laughs> them, which you're gonna want to read come on <laughs> Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate that, and the uh, $50 will be left in a in an envelope, envelope you. for you. <laughs> it's going to be a fun season, and I'm really looking forward to it. Genuinely, honestly, really feel like there's wind in our sails this season. Yeah, I mean, I've been here since 2005, which, you know, our our friend Daniel Salerson always used to joke about. That's uh, when he was I, born. <laughs> yeah, I think he is barely over 17 years old. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think over that time period, I mean, this is – 
this is probably the most excited that the fan base has been for any season. And if you factor in that there was a couple of year, there was a season that they won 56 games. I mean, it's impressive to see the level of enthusiasm and excitement that everyone has right now. Big thanks to Malika Andrews. Big thanks, as always, to my man, Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. And big thanks to you for listening to the Pelicans podcast presented, as always, by SeatGeek. We look forward to hearing from you on Twitter at jcar504 here at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. And we look forward to seeing you in the arena cheering for your Pelicans all season long. And continue tuning in to the Pelicans podcast. I'm going to keep saying tune in because I'm old. Joe Cardosi signing off. Let's go, Pels. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, That could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.